And my female German Shepherd is aggressive toward my female Malamute. Your thoughts? Um, I don't like them doing that. <laughs> and I can fix it. But it's not going to be fixed on this week on this show because it's very intensive work. It's very intensive work. There is a hundred things you need to do. So I would encourage you, again, it's like, I'm not trying to, you know, it's like the fourth time I've said do a one-on-one -on -one consult. It's like, I'm not trying to get people to do one-on-one -on -one consults, but we offer them for a reason for people that literally have two fighting dogs in the house and need help or yeah. want to start their own business. These are very long answers. And I, and I don't want to give you some cavalier short answer. And like, there's a dog fight. Right. It's a dog fight next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? Good evening. Good Monday. How are you? Melissa looks like LinkedIn wasn't connected, so I'll have to fix that. We'll have to figure that one out. Um, I hope everyone's doing okay. We just came back from a fantastic seminar. Yeah. It was nice. It was a good one. Not quite the same, but nice. Mm -hmm. Good uh, good change. Worked with some really challenging dogs. A lot of dramatic input we got. And uh, good to see you teaching again. It was really nice to see you teaching. People always enjoy to see you teaching. And good to see some people have some, some revelations, which was always really, really nice. And um, thank you all for joining us. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. And this is uh, Jeff and this is Joelle. And this is a Q&A show where you will ask the questions, you will read the questions, and I'll answer them. And you'll notice that most of the questions are problem-solving, how to solve a problem. We just came back from a seminar this weekend, which, again, was problem-solving seminar, how to stop stuff, how to stop laundry lists, of like, jumping and aggression and separation anxiety and leash lunging and leash reactivity. And Counter-serving. Like, so, you know, we do a couple of modules on um, you know, sit and yeah. down and obedience, but I would say 90% of the seminar is always on how to stop stuff. Also, that's what the show is, mm -hmm. how to stop stuff. Then we have the training center, which is everything. We do everything here at the training center. We actually clicker and food train every dog that comes on the property. So on this show, though, you're going to hear the word punishment a lot. And when people have to start redefining the word punishment because people think that it's unnecessary or there's yelling or there's screaming, and it's actually none of that. Some of that whatsoever. And what it is, is people need to understand that it's actually just a formality. Don't do that. It's information to the dog. Mm -hmm. It's just all that is, is information to the dog. And then you move on. That's it. One and done, you move on. And then you do all the fun stuff. So you ask a question, you hear me say that you know, often. And um, a lot of the questions that we get need much, much longer answers. That's why we offer the one-on-one -on -one consults. And um, I've started a new series called Jeff's Talks. I'm lining up a bunch of guests for that if anybody wants to be on that. And that's for non-dog training questions. So most of my audience, they probably work somewhere or own a business or want to start a business or have a hobby they want to turn into a business or anything. So anything you want to talk about um, that I think it would be interesting to my guests, but not dog training questions. So we had the first one with Irene who wants to start an online art business, which I, I really enjoy. I really enjoy doing it. I think people had a really, really nice time. So I helped you with your business, which is not dog training, how to start a fitness business. And um, you just had, you got hands on coaching, but it's no different. It's no different. It could have been the same, could have been the same thing. All right. So here we go. So Joelle, can't wait to, can't, can't wait to get started. All right. Melissa said, good evening and happy Monday. Hey everybody, hmm. Melissa. Thanks. Khalil. Hello, Jeff. Hope all is well, brother. Things are fantastic, Khalil. Erica, hi from Washington. Hello, Washington. Irene, good evening, everyone. Hey, Irene, how are you? Leanne, happy Monday. Trying to watch you guys and participate in another meeting at the same time someone may get bonked. Uh, I'd say fuck the meeting and watch the show. Dora, hi from Ontario. Hey, Canada. Man, I want to get back to Canada. I want to go anywhere. <laughs> anywhere would be we're, nice. We're almost there. We're almost there. Nice. Um, Hershey, how about teaching a dog to retrieve? LOL. So, uh, actually, so um, I don't teach forced fetch. So there's something called forced fetch. And what you can do is um, you can look it up online and watch a video and learn how to do forced fetch. And people are surprised that I don't teach forced fetch. But the thing about that is it's like 
it has no purpose in our pet dog world. So we rehabilitate dogs. And I'm not going to say that fetch is not important. It's fun to do, just like tuggies is fun to do and tricks are fun to do and do some agility with your dog. But but that's not something we formally formally teach. But there's so many people out there that can teach it. Next. Um. So YouTube has not hopped onto here. Oh, there it is. It heard me talking about it. Heard it. you. It heard you thinking about, about fucking it. time. YouTube. It heard you thinking about my it. My God. It before the words came out. Yeah, I was I'm giving bad. it my evil glares. I'm like, I now know. I got to pull this shit up on my phone. Um, Erica says hi from Washington. Hey, hey, Erica. Holding on dog training. Hey guys, have two dogs in with a bite history. I've pushed both to get a reaction, and I'm not getting it for me. So um, hold on a second. I, I'm going to go turn one of the fans off. So you keep okay. Keep afraid that when the muzzles come off, they will show that side. Any advice? Well, what would you do, Joelle, when you got two two biting dogs? I mean, uh, well, I mean, so she's getting no reaction with the muzzle on. That's the thing. So it's a feeling for me. That's like I won't take a muzzle off until I'm feeling good. Usually it's the opposite. They even that even with a muzzle on a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times they'll fight. And I think, you know, if you've got two handlers, so you and Dave, each with a long line, each on a prong collar, each on a remote collar, and you can just work really slow and maybe put one on one side of the fence, one on the other side of the fence, and see if they rush the see if they rush the fence line. If they rush the fence line, there's an there's an opportunity to correct. Well, I think the dogs are might be human aggressive. I don't think they fight with each other. Oh, They're just oh. not trying to bite Ashley. Oh, well. So that's like so the, now she's afraid that if she starts working them off muzzle, are they going to bite her? Well, if you push them hard enough, they will. So what you've got to do is just. Be really quick. Next. Michael, what's the best heartworm medicine you guys suggest? I have no idea because that is a veterinary question. I'm a dog trainer. And I'm not trying to give you a hard time. I don't know. Next. Vegan power couple. Hey, is now a good time to start a dog training business? It seems like a lot of trainers are doing very well during this time, given how many folks have more dogs at home all the time. Thoughts and input. So it's, it's, it's a yes and no. I think... The thing that people forget about starting any business is that it's hard fucking work. It's nonstop. Nope. It is nonstop. So, for instance, other than Joelle, who works 80 hours a week, the average employee here works 45. So, it sounds really good to start your own business. It's like you see all the money coming in. But what you don't see is the money going out for expenses you don't see the double to triple the hours you have to work to make that money. That's what you don't see. What people assume is you have more freedom. You make more money. <laughs> Way less. You, it's actually you don't. So why start your, your own business? Because the potential is there. The potential is there. But you better be ready for the grind. You're ready be, you're ready, you better be ready for the roller coaster. Um, so yes, now you can, you can do very well, but you have to do it differently now. Like business, we're running our, we, we are running our business differently. Mm -hmm. So here we were for 15 years going up and down the roller coaster of business. And last year was a fantastic year for our company, probably the best in the history of our company. And this year, there's no reason why it couldn't have been better. I mean, we were booked better than we ever were. We had more seminars than, seminars than we ever were. We had more seminar tickets pre-sold than we ever have. And then all of a sudden, bam. Big old screwball. Yep. So we, you you know, all that money coming in, we're trying to try to give away, give refund $40,000 in seminar tickets and then not do the seminars, which is another $350,000 in lost sales. So try that one out for size. All right. You're really going on a tangent. So answer the question. The answer is yes and no. Next. Patsy baby. Good evening, you two. Thanks for all the good info. Oh, you're welcome. Jasmine spends lots of money on a trainer for my nervous GSD. She did well with him, but with me, she's still nervous. Anytime we go to a new place, the trainer didn't teach me how to calm her. What do I do? Well, what I would do is I'd call the trainer and ask. That's what you paid for. So this is the thing about trainers. Dogs do historically well with trainers, but they need to do well with owners. So we train for the owner. We train for the owner. That's why we push dogs above threshold, because we know with the owner, 
not only are they going to be pushed above threshold easier, but they also have a different relationship with the owner. Also, the owner doesn't know what to do. So there's that owner training. So how much training did you get? And what you need to do is call call up your trainer and don't, don't tell me who it is, please, because I really don't care, and ask them for guidance. If that doesn't work, you sign up for a, a one-on-one consult. Why? Because I can't give you a full enough answer on the show. Next. Leanne, happy Monday. Trying to watch you guys. Oh, I already read that one. Pack leader dog training. Hey, J&J. Hello. How are you? Isn't that Susan? Yeah. Hey, Susan. How's it going? Clement. Clement. Sitting, up, sitting upstairs in our air-conditioned room while we're boiling our asses off down here. Yeah. I have like a weird like muscle thing going on in my neck. I can like feel it. I, I, That's not a good sign. No. <laughs> if I just pass out, guys, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at this yep. point. Clement, hey, Jeff, my girlfriend is thinking of picking up an Aussie Shepherd puppy from a litter. What would you recommend looking out for? I'm not a puppy picker-outer. I would talk to the breeder. I have no idea about your lifestyle. Puppy I've got no idea about the breeder. I've got no idea about the litter. So there's a lot of variables. There's there's people that specialize in picking out litters. I'm not one of them. I train dog. I my 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 personal specialty is stopping unwanted behaviors. There's other people's personal specialty is raising puppies and picking puppies out of litters. That's what people have to remember. It's like there's a lot of people in the dog training world, and a lot of people have a lot of different skill sets, and some people don't have. All of them. In fact, most people don't have all of them. Right. That's why I love, love, man. This is, it's like, guys, calm down on the hate this week. Calm down. And nothing against service dogs, nothing against them at all. But when you write me some random hate thing and in your bio it says S D I T, I'm not going to take you very seriously. (laughs) I'm just not. Yeah. That stands for service dog and training and nothing against service dog people. But it's like, great. You're training your own service dog and you know how to rehabilitate aggression and you're giving me advice. I don't think so. Next. Four ninety nine from Ashley. Thanks. Actually those fighting dogs coming in tomorrow for a reactive private. So I got two for one on that question. I'll eat my veggies. So I'm fast. That's oh, good. Well. Eat your veggies. Yes. Drink your coffee. Um, Carl. Hi guys. I have an 11 week old Doberman puppy that continues to bite our hands, especially when we correct and redirect. How can we stop this before she gets too big? Okay. A couple of things. Stop redirecting your dog. So whoever told you to redirect your dog, you want to, if that's a trainer, find another trainer. You don't, you don't want Don't tell me who it is. You don't want to redirect. You reward and correct. That's it. It's simple. Okay. You give, you take away, get yourself a bonker. A bonker is a cotton towel. Most people will tell you not to use it, but trust me, use it, okay? So if I I owned an 11-week-old puppy and I had an 11-week-old puppy um, nipping in my hands and what I would say is no and then bonk the puppy. And that's what you're doing. You're taking the towel and you're hitting the puppy over the head. And I assure you, you will not crush its skull in. You will not have its eyeballs pop out and you will not give it brain damage. Next. Edwin. Hi, Edwin. What an awesome seminar. Help me build more confidence. That's good, Edwin. Edwin was fantastic. Fantastic to see you. Yeah, Janelle called, which is like weird. Just want to make sure everything's fine. Oh, okay. So usually call me. Is everything okay? Yeah. Oh, she actually called. Yeah. Like a phone call. Yes. That's really weird. I know. That's that why does, I had to text That does not sure happen. Right. Fine. I know. That makes you nervous. I've actually got up in the middle of the show before because I've gotten a phone call. I get nervous when family yeah. calls. It's like, like what? A, a call? We don't talk on the phone. Right. <laughs> Something must be wrong. Alexa. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Alexa, how are you? Emily, hi, J&J. How do I get my Roddy to walk in the house and not do burnouts on the floor every time he gets excited? Always has to run and just won't walk calmly. It gets very annoying. Put a leash on the dog and show the dog what you want. Next. Hershey, how about teaching a dog to retrieve? I already read that. David Smith, happy Monday, guys, from hot Arizona. Hey, David, how are you? It's hot as hell here, too. It's It's like 100 degrees today. I think it's hot everywhere. Hot. It's hot everywhere. Yeah, it's August. Next. Jasmine, her obedience is really good. She does well on leash and knows place command well, but always see her head whipping around at every sound. Yeah, so what I would do is you can correct that. You can correct that. Believe it or not, it's like people are like, but the dog's just looking at stuff. The dog's just interested in stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, the dog's not focusing on the handler. So become more relevant. How do you become more relevant? Correct that. Now you're relevant. Next. 499 top chat from the noble dogs 
How are the advertisements going? What are some of the lessons that you've learned through trial and error? Have you seen it affect revenue? We don't do advertisements. The only thing we do is promote seminars. The only advertisement we do is we promote. We do actually. I shouldn't say that. We don't do. We do. We do promoting of seminars, promoting of one-on-ones, and I think we have some like board and train ads. Board and, and train, stuff. yeah, but it's not your traditional ads. Like you know, the ads that a lot of people are doing are like these funnel ads. Oh no. Now all we do is just take our content and promote it. Right. It's like we're having a seminar in your town. This is it. Mm. Um, uh, um, they're doing fine, or we wouldn't be doing them next. Um, vegan power couple. Can you go over your safety protocols for your training? So center? vegan power couple, if you're trying to start an online business, I would highly suggest you do a one-on-one -on -one consult because there's too many things to go over and you're going to miss. There's, I don't know what you're doing. You should, if you're starting a dog training business, you shouldn't be working with aggressive dogs. So a lot of our safety protocols, you don't need to go over with you. Number one, you want to make sure you've got secure crates, no matter whether they're they're even non-aggressive dogs. You want to go over secure crates. You want to be able to have secure drop-offs. I don't know if you're doing one-on-ones. I don't know if you're doing go-home. I mean, uh, boarding trains. I don't. I don't know anything about what you're doing. So if you're if you're going to be starting a business, one of the things about starting a business is doing either a business consult, or we do one of the Jeff Talk Lives that we can do. Even though it's dog training, it's a dog training business. We can do that. But we've got dozens and dozens of safety protocols from how we look at dogs talk to dogs handle leash on dogs i also know i don't know your dog training skills how a drop off looks how a handoff looks what you know everything you know leashes and there's sanitary things there's so many things we've got safety protocols as far as the safety of the building the safety of the employees the safety of the cars in the parking lots we've got our security system we've got a carbon dioxide a heat system a cold system meaning if it gets okay. too hot gets too hot really... it's too cold i mean that's why we can keep going on and on and on and on next um kathy b says hi everyone hello kathy b Nora, no training question. Everything's been going great. You guys rock. What is your take on spay and neuter? Oh, I'm just like, I, I believe spay and neuter is a choice. Um, I think if you decide not to, your dog will be fine. No, your dog will be fine. Next. I got bumped. Here we go. Gretchen. Hi, guys. Your protocol for anxious dogs. Would the theory work on humans? I have a friend with severe anxiety. I don't always know what to tell her to help her. You shouldn't tell her anything except for go to a professional. That's what you should tell her. You should tell her to go to somebody who specializes in helping people with anxiety. That's what you should tell her. That's the kindest thing you can do. And then once she goes to a professional for anxiety, then you ask her how you could help her. But you shouldn't be telling her anything. You're not a professional. You should ask, you should ask her to go tell her to go to a professional next. Jen, good afternoon from Ontario. Thank you. My cat, 16 years and dog, 11 months coexist. That's awesome. Coexisting is important. Sure that's like, is. that's like the big thing. Everybody wants them to be friends. It's like, let's, let's, let's first start out with don't kill each other and exist with each other. And then anything else above that, we'll call that icing on the cake. No, we'll call that, that coconut, uh, whipped cream. That coconut whipped cream. I just bought more of that today. I, I saw, did you have some today? Did you put it like on a straw or I had something? Like the, there was like a little bit left. So I had some and then I gave some to But what dogs. did you put it on though? When um, you fed the dogs, what did you put it on? A knife, like a butter knife. Was it? I just sprayed a straw. Oh, I thought it was like them. a straw or something. Yeah, I saw this thin, let them lick foamy it. thing that like. They I love it. Yeah, they must. Coconut whipped cream. Can they have that okay? Is that allowed to be had? I mean, it looks at the ingredients. There's not like, there's no like xylitol or anything Nothing in it. at all? Just coconut nothing cream. That, not in the sweetener? Mm -mm. Nice. Um, Jen. So if so, birds farts smell like the islands, the tropical islands tonight. Wouldn't be the worst thing. I'll, but I'll know what it is. Yeah. Um, Carrie. Hi, J and J. Glad to see you home safe. Miss you guys in Jersey already. Yeah. That was a miserable ride home. <laughs> we were so tired. Did you struggle passengering? Poor Jeff. Did you struggle passengering? A little bit. I must say, every now, time I doze off, I like I, we'd hit a bump, and then I'd be like, "Jeff's getting in an accident." Like that's the first thing that comes to my mind. It's one, like we're gonna crash. There's, there's one thing I must say. As much as you bust my balls, and if you followed us long enough, you know you people. She bust my balls about our RV trips. You're a really good like co. co technically, is you consider a co-driver, even though you don't drive. Would that be called a co, co passenger? Yeah, but. Well, you're a great passenger. Yeah. Thanks. I was just, I was bottling it all up instead. Cause I knew you were really tired. And if I started 
complaining about you hitting the things. Oh, and... but you did complain. So that was bottled up complaining. Oh, there was like, oh, in my a... mind, I'm like, I'm like this, like on a roller coaster. Oh, so there was, like, a, there was a lot more you had. We're going to crash. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was sweating. I had anxiety. Every time we hit a bump, my heart's like, <gasps> it was like but, so well, stressful. But also, like, well, taking an RV over, you know, the George Washington Bridge. And, and like, there were some times where like, there's like a huge 18 wheeler and your mirror was like this far from yeah. his mirror. And I'm like, yeah, but we're also going through a construction zone where there's no like. It's a, just really, I was just so a, full of anxiety. There was so, well, that's got nothing to do with me driving. Thank you very much. Yes, it did. So, please. Uh, there's so much construction going on right now. Yeah. But it was just, it was, just, it was one traffic jam. Yeah. One, and it wasn't even that bad. And we you never were just came, so tired. I had to keep looking at you and like, can yeah. his eyes open? Well, we got home at like midnight, 30 past <sighs> midnight. Yeah. We worked all day. Got up at four in the morning, worked all day at a seminar, and then drove five hours. Yeah. More than five hours. Six hours. Was it that yeah, long? We, yeah, we left at six. Damn. Yeah. Yep. Next. Um. LMM. Happy Monday from Minnesota. Oh, hey, Minnesota. How are you? Deanna, this weekend was amazing. I'm re-energized. I can't wait to improve the relationship with my dog. Thank you both so much. We all left with more confidence. Yeah. Can't wait till you come back next year. I'll be there hopefully as an audit because I'll, I'm assuming you'll be kicking ass. Oh, because I'll have an amazing dog. Yeah, actually, the dates already are. Um, I saw you posted it today. Yeah, yeah the dates are already um, confirmed for next year. August 23, 24, 21, 22. No, August, I think it's April, like April, April. April. Yeah. Yeah. So the dates are sort of around what the original dates for this year were supposed to be. Yeah, because I think last year we did April. Yeah. This is when they were supposed to be for this year. Right. We, and we bumped sure. it out. Yeah. So they're already in the books. Buy I love that venue. Buy your tickets. Yeah, it's a great venue. Love that big old flag on yeah, the Yeah, I love that big old flag. Jessica, trying to bunk for puppy biting a seven-month-old Maltese. I say no, and I get the bonker, and that is right next to me, and she already moves. Not sure why I feel it has to be perfect. If I miss her head, is it okay? Well, chase her down. Seriously. Oh my God, you're chasing a dog around the house, bonking it. It's biting you. As long as your no is perfectly yeah. timed. So it's, it's exactly. You have a little bit of time. No, and then deploy. And if I had to chase you around and deploy it, oh well. And have her on a leash, set her up. Yep. Like get her all riled up for that biting. Yep. And then that way have her on the leash so she can't like run away. Yeah, people, people, that's a, some people struggle with that concept, I think. I think some people struggle with the concept of, Setting the dog setting up. up the dog up to fail. Like, don't you want it to always win? Um, welcome to the world. Yeah, it, the world is not set up to win. Oh, like if they miss the opportunity to correct the dog, it's like oh, right, I was I wasn't right. there. It's, it's like, like so just role so, play it. Sorry, and we, we we also don't give away eighth eighth place trophies in this fucking facility, and you don't get some fucking certificate. Next, Fuck, I was hoping I'd get one. You do. You get lots of. <laughs> I haven't gotten a certificate yet. Next. Christy, best complainer award. <laughs> no, I would. That's not the certificate I would give you. <laughs> Christy, Crystal, I can't see. Do you ever come to Maine? Um, his, well, I do, but not to, for a seminar. Maine, <laughs> Maine is local to us. So this weekend, I'm going to be doing a seminar in Providence. Come on down. You come on down to us. Um, uh, board and train clients come from Maine as well. Next. Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gelman seminars. Oh, thank you. Kennedy, four-month-old puppy male, wants to hump females, constantly sniffing their privates, also very pushy about it. Trainer said to fix him sooner than later. So I would find another trainer. Don't tell me who the trainer is. I would find another trainer. I cannot tell you how many de-sex dogs will still smell ass, pussy, and balls. Okay? They, like... They don't give a shit. They don't care. They don't care. So how about this one? Correct the dog for sniffing. That's a concept. Next. Your phone's on. It's going to drain your battery. Um, Triz, I've never been able to use the clicker with my dog. Whenever I click, she gets spooked and won't take any treats until she completely forgets about it. It's not really an issue. Marker words work great. So you can use your marker word or also use a pen. You use a pen. Like, Bert's so, scared of the clicker. So here, you ready? Listen. That's terrible. One fucking click. Oh. Or just use a marker word. <laughs> or just use a marker word, like yes. Uh, 
Um, Triz, I've never been able to, I already read that. Victoria, hello. What training games would you suggest for a high drive dog? Many things. We don't normally teach games, but all I would say is this. For your high drive dogs, you know, chuck it's nice, swimming's nice. But believe it or not, with your high drive dogs, what you should be teaching is duration work. Because that's the hard stuff. The easy stuff is the ball, uh, you know, agility. Uh, dock diving, you know, all those drivey things, which which you should still do. But you have to remember that, you know, depends on your lifestyle, 80%, 70%, 90% of your life is probably going to be at home just hanging out, doing stuff. Like we yeah. all we all got busy lives. We all we all got busy lives. So we're always we're always doing stuff. Next. Ryan, my female German Shepherd is aggressive toward my female Malamute. Your thoughts? Um, I don't like them doing that. <laughs> and I can fix it, but it's not going to be fixed on this week on this show because it's very intensive work. It's very intensive work. There is a hundred things you need to do. So I would encourage you again. It's like, I'm not trying to, you know, it's like the fourth time I've said do a one-on-one -on -one consult. It's like, I'm not trying to get people to do one-on-one -on -one consults, but we offer them for a reason for people that literally have two fighting dogs in the house and need help. Or yeah. want to start their own business? These are very long answers, and I and I don't want to give you some cavalier short answer. And like, there's a dog fight. Right. It's a dog fight next. Um, Michael, sup, J and J. Whenever I put a leash on my nine week puppy, all she does is pull against my direction. What can I do? Yeah, that's opposition reflex. So I mean, I'm not too worried about a nine week old puppy. What I would do pulling on a leash. What I would what I, what we do with nine week old puppies, and we don't get a lot of them in. But what we do is we do all clicker or marker. Food training, sit down, tons of recall, place in and out of the crates, um, default waiting for your food, um, uh, uh, confidence building over, under, through things. Um, I'm really not concerned about the walk. I'm not concerned about the walk that much. Not at that age. Next. Edward, great seminar in Mantua last weekend. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Edward. Riley. Tips for a dog struggling to comply with CS. He's resisting leash pressure. I know he feels it. Fit is good and it's not too high because he still takes food off the ground. Training come is out just one state. Hold on. Training come. Okay, that's just one question on phone, I think. Okay. First of all, Riley, let me make you a suggestion. Train place as your first remote collar training protocol. Train place. All right. And it's possible that that make sure your dog knows place prior to remote collar training yeah i was gonna priming the dog say that about recall because it says he's resisting leash pressure so if he truly knew recall he wouldn't be resisting leash no pressure. i mean it's possible that's why that's why i suggested place yeah so because introduction to the remote yeah so if you're a, if it's cs being the first stage um, um i i'm thinking that your dog might not understand the conversation going on between you and the remote collar so train place without a remote collar Prime the dog, introduce it to CS. And if you have no idea what we're talking about on our Patreon channel in the DIY um, uh, uh, do it yourself, well, uh, uh, 2020. 2020, it will explain it better. Next. Um, Riley is out just the one stage of a command with stim and leash pressure away. In other words, you start with e collar, not just leash pressure and guidance like other commands. I actually, me personally, I've got a different, well, we all have a different. We all train out to mean a couple of things. Out means whatever's in your mouth, get out. Out means back away from a resource physically and mentally. And out also means literally get out of here. Out, dropping a ball, there's no leash guidance. Historically, out to move away from a resource. Historically, there's no leash guidance. But for out to move away from something, there tends to be more leash guidance. Next. Hannah, love the Danny DeVito pillows. Gotta love them. They even came to New Jersey with us. That's right. They did. They come everywhere. I think I'm going to buy a bunch and do giveaways. I think I'm just going to bring them into my bedroom. You ain't fucking taking my Danny DeVito pillows. Get your own. I'll buy you some. You want me to buy you some? I got to do an Amazon order tonight. No. It's literally the last thing on the face of the earth that I want. You wouldn't put a Danny DeVito. You just said you'd bring a Danny DeVito pillow in your bedroom. That was a joke. Oh. I would never. From your facial the expressions. The fact that they were even in the RV is like beyond weird to me. Oh, that freaked you out? Yes. Oh, that bothered you? Yep. Really? Yeah. And all the cabinets we have and all the outdoor storage that was unlocked 
and you left them sitting in, inside the RV on the couch. Oh, yeah, I had my morning coffee with them every day. Oh, okay. And did you talk? A little bit. Say, hey, Danny, what's up? $18 top chat from Thank Hannah. You. My eight-month-old Doberman pup Yoda has been introduced to the remote collar. It is properly placed high on the neck, but there's the funny part. He loves the stim at all levels. So loves the stim. He's like, this is a nice massage. Yeah, so he's like into that shit. You know, so some people like a little bit of discomfort on their tushies. So, I mean, you know, you still got to remember, Hannah, you still got to do training. You know, I, I know you know this already, but but you still got to, like, tell the dog what the stim means. That's the thing about remote collars. I did a I did a what would Jeff do goes deep on that. In fact, I'm doing it. I went to do another one today. I had it all set up. But next thing I know, I was freaking sleeping at my desk. And it's just like, how the fuck did that? How did I get from there to here falling asleep when I was like, I turned off all the fans. I know. I walked into you passed out and like you're like typing random shit on your phone. So I took your phone and locked it so that you wouldn't continue doing whatever the fuck you were doing. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway. I just check my phone and make sure I didn't text anybody. Probably. But. Deanna, thank you for an amazing weekend. I learned so much. I'm re-energized and looking forward to expecting more of my dog with tons of obedience and structure. We all left with a ton more confidence and hope then we than when we came with. I can't wait till next year. Awesome. Hopefully, I'll just be there by myself to learn even more as I'm hoping my dog won't need it. Oh, that's like a repeat question, but it was like the other one must have been on YouTube. Meh. Yeah. Um, another $18. I'm so confused. Why is everything getting, we're getting double. Twice? We're getting double everything right now. So weird. Thank you, Hannah. Tanya, my male German Shepherd weighs 100 pounds and I want to take him for walks, but I can't because if he sees other dogs or other animals, he'll try to run toward them and I can't control yeah. him with pulling and getting aggressive. I want to be able to take him on walks yeah. without worrying. I think, I think so, Tanya, that's sort of a reasonable level of expectation. To be able to walk that, your dog. That, that, but, but, Tanya, welcome to the club. There are yeah. so many owners like you who struggle. Yep. And there's so many folks out there that spend way too long fixing it. So, number one, get yourself a prong collar. Look into the bonker. Watch my videos. Consume my content. You can get your dog. You do not need to be strong. Okay? If you're training your dog with strength then you're doing it wrong. You should be able to walk your dog with like just light, light leash pressure. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that? You do a lot of the work in the house first. Hold your dog accountable for everything. Then you do something called driveway drills. Then you do the pre-walk bonk. Then you can do the 180 move. And then you start going up and down a couple of houses. Then you become valuable to your dog. And then you start making sure you're giving your dog a correction prior to it getting aroused when it sees something. Next. Um, Lori, I'm a big fan following all your advice. Thank you for all your videos. My 10 month old pit bull refuses to eat unless my kids and granddaughter go toward his food. He doesn't growl at them, but runs to his food only when they go near his food. What should I do? And should I be worried about aggressive food guarding? Yes, you should. That could be the start of it, especially 10 months old. This is what I would suggest. Um, was that Hannah? I'm that sorry. is Lori. Lori. So, Lori, take your dog, put it in the crate, put the food bowl in the crate. Come back 15 minutes later, remove the food. If the dog didn't eat, you'll eat it tomorrow. You're not starving your dog. Jeff says starve the dog. No. I said you put a time limit on the food. It's right there. Yeah. Like it's right there. It's hungry. Let really. me ring a fucking bell and send you a little invitation with a little goddamn place card with your name on it. Maybe. Have you ever tried it? We actually haven't. It <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, Mary, I have a nine-week-old puppy who is good in the crate at night. However, he freaks out when he has to be alone during the day. I've been putting him in the crate when he is tired for short increments to get him used to it, but I work from home. Any suggestions, or is it just that he's young and needs to accept? Okay. Mary Lane, you own a nine-week-old dog. They don't know shit. But you work from home, that can be the best thing or the worst thing. You can be reinforcing all the bad stuff or training all the good stuff. Absolutely want to put the dog in the crate for a couple of hours at a time during the day. Any nonsense, say no, bonk the outside of the crate. All the people that are out there that are saying you're going to create a negative association with a crate, they're all going to say that. Don't do that. The crate should be a positive thing. The dog should love the crate. Don't create a negative, a negative association. I agree with all those things, but do my taking my suggestions doesn't make things worse. Next. 
Um, Melissa posted a link to sign up for a virtual one-on-one with you. Thank you. Gladys, hey, my eight-month-old pu- bully puppy, bully, I don't know why I just said puppy, that's not even in there. My eight-month-old jumps bully jumps on people out of excitement and starts biting. That's not good. Eight months old, how can I stop this? Also, he barks to any sound he hears in the apartment. How can I stop the barking? So, Gladys, I have a video. Okay, jumping, you can start, you can stop in one to three seconds. One to three seconds, you can stop jumping. So, watch my how to get a dog to stop jumping video on YouTube. It's free. It works. Barking, get a, make yourself a bonker. The dog barks, say no, say bonk it, get the dog a remote collar, say no, correct it, get the dog a bark collar, say no. You don't have to say no, it automatically goes off. Next. Kayla, hi. Tips for managing excitement in new places. I know we need to practice more. Well, it's not about practicing more. It's about practicing the right stuff more. That's what people have to remember. So, How many people do we meet? That is so, that's a video in itself. Everybody, you know, you always see all these people at the park where they're out of control dog and they're doing clicker and food and, oh, you looked at me, click reward. But meanwhile, the next second, the dog's lunging. It's like, so you're practicing the wrongs. So cool, your dog can do some obedience for treats until it sees something that's more but interesting. It, but it's not, we'll go even deeper into that. It's not even obedience for treats. It's bad behavior, then do good behavior, then get reward. Right. And then go back to bad behavior. Practicing the wrong stuff. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it should be. Cur- I used to be one. I, I was the same way. I know. I take Wes everywhere. We do obedience in parking lots. And, yep. and it's like, he's so good until he attacks a dog. Right. So. How do you stop excitement, which also is arousal? You stop it through a correction. I We have got to start changing the conversation, especially in the United States of America, because they're taking away your rights. And we're going to end up with a lot of these countries. I love it when countries, I love it when people jump onto my page, especially TikTok has been full of the biggest nonsense lately, too. <laughs> Are just, you surprised? I just ban comments on TikTok. Like, there's nothing smart that anybody says on TikTok. But it's getting us business, so. So, and I love putting out content anyway. Um, you know, uh, you know that, you know, you know that remote cowers are banned in our country. And I'm like, you know that We're women, not in your country. it's like, you know that women can't drive in some countries. It's like, or vote. It's like, or work. that's a fucking bullshit argument. Right. It's a stupid fucking argument. Who gives a shit if they're banned in your country? So there's a lot of things banned in your country. You also have a 55% tax rate in your country. It's like, what does that have to do with me? And the dogs that are in front of me and all my successful clients and all the people that went to our Manchua seminar that go, thank God I learned how to use a remote collar. They're fucking happy. Mm. So stop the excitement. I'm not mad, by the way. This is just Jeff being passionate. So no, correct. Everyone has to learn to apply a proper punisher because you've got to learn how to apply it in different situations. So there's a core group of punishers you need to learn how to apply so you can activate them at any even the most simple one like a leash pop yes a good old-fashioned leash pop for excitement and people think oh i can't i can't correct excitement it's like of course you can but excitement leads to fill in the blank of bad behavior yeah stupid stuff next um emily said come to philly we're just like in philly so uh we were just in philly we had dinner in we had dinner in philly we had had dilly we had we we dilly dallied and stripped we had dilly in philly after dinner no we didn't it's a joke okay what's that word strip never heard of it Uh, 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 uh. oh yeah do that yeah but no there was none of that going on none of that dillied no we didn't do any dilly either (laughs) Oh, that's, we dilly in Philly. <laughs> that's dilly. So there was no dilly. There's no dally. There's no shipping. <laughs> but we did go to Philly. We went to dinner in Philly. Yes. So we dillied. We were in guys. Jeff Gelman seminars. I was there. Yeah. Next. You missed us, Emily. Yes. And actually, you're in Philly. Come to Providence this weekend. Jennifer. Yeah. It'll only take you six hours. <laughs> I love that all my neighbors recommend I use a harness when I first got our dog a few months ago and they saw me using a prong collar. Now they're being dragged down the street with their dogs and my 70 pound dog walks pretty great next to me with the prong, not getting a harness ever. Thanks for all your free advice. You're welcome. It's like, if I were you, I'd stand on the fucking sidewalk and yell at them. How's that harness going for you? Mm -hmm. Hey, nice harness. Good colors. Good design. That USA made. How do I? 
block somebody on here. Um, I just can't. Okay, next. Uh, vegan power. Damn what's, it! What's the question? Darn, I just got bumped. Hold on. What's the question? Right here. Let's see. Okay, read it. Okay. Um, Melina, I trusted you with the bonker. I did exactly what you said for dog reactivity. I said no and bonked her during the loading period. She's effed up now. Physically can barely move. What's going on? So, Melina, I don't believe you. Sorry, I don't believe you. First of all, unless you've got a four to six pound dog, I don't believe you. Because that has never happened to me in 10,000 times. It's a cotton towel. I think you just put that there to fuck with my show. I don't believe you. I do not believe you. I don't believe you have a dog that cannot move because you bonked it. I don't believe you. I think you're lying. I have never seen that in my life. I have no colleagues that have ever seen that in their life. I have a hundred colleagues that bonked their dog. Hundreds of thousands of people bonked their dog. Your dog can't move after it got, got got a cotton towel thrown at it. I don't believe you. Next. Vegan power couple said, thanks. Love you guys. Um, You're Emily, you mentioned a few weeks ago that you had info on your website about feeding raw. I can't find it. Am I missing something? So what it is, is if you go to the website, go to shop. It's in the shopping cart. It's an ebook. Next. Gladys, one last thing. My boy pees out of excitement when people come over. Is it possible to stop that? Is it a puppy thing or something to train him away from? Well, I don't know how old your dog is, but can your dog stop excitement pee? Yes, it can. I think that's it. Is that the eight-month-old that's biting? The, maybe. And biting so what I would, yeah, which could be that's all together. Yeah. It's all connected. It's all connected. So it's all an arousal issue. Not sexual arousal, but an arousal issue. You've got to teach your dog how to cut the shit. Be calm. Somebody comes over to the house, go to place, lie down, and relax. That will probably stop excitement peeing. Next. Sonia, hey, caught you in a live hello from the UK. Been using a prong, the micro, as small dog working a treat. Um, also now using e-collar training on micro educator. Two weeks in, and she's doing great at learning how it works. Is it, is it okay to use now? to correct punishment for barking at dogs when out or will that ruin the training no. you're doing? So first of all, Sonia, you're, you're from the UK and the people in the UK love to hate me. Meanwhile, 300,000 people in the UK are using remote cowers and I'm not quite sure. They usually shuts them up when I throw that number to them, as well as when I tell them that there's members of their government, as well as members of their, their dog service, whatever they call that, the dog protection services that also use them as well. It's like the people that actually say they're bad are actually using them too. Yeah. So watch yourself. And I know that for a fact because I was over there. Okay. So involved in the training. Okay. So um, what, but the funny thing is about remote cowers is you can actually start out by correcting unwanted behaviors mm -hmm. and then train obedience. It's two different things. So I can correct you for jumping on the counter and then at a high level, because it's not comfortable. That's another thing that jumps on TikTok again. They don't hurt. It's like, oh, you can make them hurt. So, guys, remote cowers, you can make very uncomfortable. That's the point. Now, that's not how you train obedience. But when your dog is in another room, jumping up on the, on, on the kitchen counter, about to take something off, that's a great time to make it suck. When your dog is in the front window... Barking at the neighbors, and you're sitting down in your uh, 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 what's that fucking chair called when you lean back in it? Lazy boy. A chaise lounge. Ch chaise lounge. No, lazy. Is it chaise lounge? A, out, like an outside. When you're no, no, outside? inside. Oh, inside. like a like the, the the feet kick up. And, a recliner. Yeah, a recliner. Yeah, a recliner. Like the like the new RV has recliners. Yeah. Yeah. When you're sitting in your recliner and you look over and you see your dog there, but you don't want to miss Jeopardy. Eh. So yes, you can. Next. Dora, did you wait until you had a facility to lease before you started doing board and trains, or did you do that in your home to start? Um, I started it at um, uh, an outbuilding at my house, but you can also do it in your actual home, but there's legalities to it. Next. Terry says, hi, guys. Hello, Terry. Jessica, hi, guys. It's Jamie from New Jersey. I'm really sorry I missed your seminar, but uh, it just wasn't meant to be. 
good news is I do have a new girlfriend and she lives in Providence, so I'll stop by there in person, LOL. Thanks for all your help with all my issues with my Husky. He's coming along. Thanks to you. We are walking nicely now. Love you guys. Oh, awesome. Great. And there's some fantastic restaurants for the two of you two out to eat. Next. Michelle, great seminar this weekend. Thank you so much for coming to New Jersey. I foster puppies, ages typically 9 to 14 weeks Ooh, wow. old. How young is too young to use a bonker? I feel like it would be effective for whining, separation anxiety, and biting. At those ages, you're all set. And we're getting a lot of love from the New Jersey attendees tonight. That was a really great group. We said that. We said that a lot. A lot. Yeah. We said that at lunchtime on day one. Mm -hmm. Normally, we're like... How's it going? Right. Is everything okay? But this was a really good group. Mm -hmm. Really good. And what does a really good group mean? Good dogs, too. Like, actually displaying the yeah. behaviors. But it also, the worst is when we have a seminar and the dogs are all just, like, calm. Yeah. Like, but it also, what, what it means is it means owners thirsty for knowledge. Yeah. They, a lot they, of good questions. They, they were thirsty for knowledge. They were open to receiving the information. Yeah. They... Had no problem implementing implementing the information. Just wasn't the same without the smiles and the hugs. I know. It was real weird. It just wasn't. But that I think that's a selfish comment. Mm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a, but that is our oxygen. Right. But I think if we flip it and just go, but we helped a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I think we I think we might have to start reframing the seminars. Like yeah. the way we think about them. I mean, helping a lot of people is part of it, but connecting with all these people is a real important part of it for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael said you're the best. Oh, thanks. Elise, what are your thoughts on Rover? I think Jill should have stuck with a 2020. Next. Deanna, the coconut ready whip is freaking awesome. Oh, it Deanna. really is. It's Deanna so knows about it too. Sometimes like Is I'll... that a new product or has it always been around? I think it's newish. Is it? Yeah, but Trader Joe's just started carrying it, so that's why I've been that's buying why it. Got it. Yeah, I'll just—that's my dessert sometimes. Does it's it so low calorie? Does it come? Like, mm, I don't have the macros. Let me just have some whipped does cream. It, does it come already refrigerated? Or does it come? Yeah, comes in the refrigerated section. Well, because I know the milk. The uh, yeah, but whipped cream is different. That uh, shit's got to be cold. Got it. Got it. Jasmine, do you have any videos showing flooding with guidance? I'd like to be able to take my dog more places, but busy scenarios freak her out. There are a lot. I, there's no specific video, but there absolutely is videos that show us doing it and explains us doing it. Next. <gasps> Jennifer, do you use a prong collar? So you must be new to my world, Jennifer. Welcome. Thank you so much. Yes, we use all tools. We're absolutely humongous fans of prong collars. We're huge fans of remote collars, but we also clicker and you know, food train our dogs, all depends on, are, are we training something? Are we stopping something? Are we rehabbing the dog? What kind of, you know, it, it, there's so many different variables, but absolutely we're huge fans of prong collars. Next. Key, after working with a dog and a prong, can you eventually fade it out and use a flat or harness or will you always have to use the prong? Well, I wouldn't use a harness. Harnesses encourages pulling, but that's personal choice. But this is the thing. This is the thing. Who said that? Michael? No, Michelle. that was Key. 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 Would you ask that question about any other collar but a prong collar? No, you wouldn't, would you? And you know that a martingale was a limited choke, right? So would you ask that about a, prong, uh, a martingale collar? I'm not giving you a hard time. I'm just, I want people to think about this. Would they ask that about the martingale collar to a flat collar? A flat collar holds dog tags. It's not made for actually anything but holding dog tags and holding the dog potentially back. But it doesn't give the dog any good information. The way I look at it is this. Prong collars help train dogs. You know what's interesting is like the way, like you just said, it's the way you frame it. Because with me and my dogs personally, I got them both as puppies. And I was always asking myself, when I get, can I get these dogs off a leash? Right. Period. I don't right. care about the collar. Like I want to be right. able to take you guys right. on trails and not right. have to hold a leash. Right. Right. So my dogs are off leash trained. Means they'll heal next to me off leash. When I take them for walks, I put them on prongs. Why? It's so much easier. Mm-hmm. It's literally My dogs easier. don't even wear like, I don't even yes. own a flat buckle yes. collar. Yes, it's easier. Yeah. It's easier. So to me, the goal is not to eliminate the tools. The goal is to eliminate the problems. If I don't think using a prong collar is a failure. That's a shaming comment that a lot of trainers, but also the public makes. Oh, your dog must not be trained. And just to remember, 
There are many dogs that will pull you down the street with a prong collar on. Like, it's training. like there's still training involved. There's still a lot of training involved. Next. If it was so simple as just putting a tool on a dog, then, then, then why we wouldn't have boarding like, trains? Yes, why have boarding trains? It's so much. Dog training is way, at least the dogs we work with, it's way more involved. In fact, the dogs probably at your house need way more involvement. You just don't realize that. Next. Michael. Hey guys, again, I would also take my puppy outside so she could go potty, but she prefers to hold it and wait till I go back inside to go to her puppy pad. So Michael, the thing is, um, I don't train on puppy pads, so I'm the wrong guy to ask on that. Like, how do you eventually fade off the puppy pad? But there are many people out there, and I'm sure there's many great videos from many great trainers out there that can absolutely help you. Cookie, I have my first male that wants to lift his leg inside. Help. So that, if you catch the dog in the act, you correct that. You can bonk him, stock guard, whip him, remote collar him next. It's, it's, you punish the dog. And when I, when I say punish, remember, punish is not yelling. It's not screaming. You're not mad. You're not angry. It's just information. It's just no consequence. People have got to reframe the word punishment. It's been hijacked. Next. Triz, what do you recommend for engagement and building a stronger relationship with the so dog? So I'm actually going to do a thing on relationships but uh, tomorrow. But So for your own personal dog, I think just training and working with your dog and becoming valuable to your dog. And stop letting your dog meet every dog and every person. Mm, and That's it, huge. That's huge. And do stuff with your dog. Hold your dog accountable. Next. Um, Trey is kind of weird, but Jeff, we all know you get up before 2 a.m. What time do you go to bed? No, I don't always get up before 2 a.m., even though one thirty-eight has been my standard time lately. Um, um, ironically, I took like an it's hour. It's been like getting, it used to be like 3.38, then 2.38. Now it's one thirty-eight. Like every month it goes down an hour. Uh-huh. What's next? Well, this, this afternoon I fell asleep at my desk for an hour at. Probably longer than that. I got back at like 4.30. No, I, I was up by 5.30. But you were already passed oh, out oh, when oh, I got oh, here. Oh, 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 Yeah, I think I, it's fine. Today was weird. I was exhausted. Yeah. I got no sleep last night. I know. Yeah. It's a long night. Yeah. Megan, struggling to get back on track with training after sudden death of the bloodhound that I found because of, that I found you because of. We've had surviving bloodhound for three months. She is two years old, timid, fearful. If anyone has something in their hands, would prong e-collar work better than bonker for her since she acts like she's always about to get bonked even though never has? Whining is her biggest problem so far. So usually, well, bonker is great for that, but also a remote collar is great for whining. Next. Um, Gretchen said, I asked because I don't always know what to say when mm. she talks about it. I don't want to be insensitive. Got it. So Gretchen, really good question. So Gretchen, this is what you do. Well, this would be my suggestion. Suggestion. So this is all. This is going to help. Like not just this. So, Gretchen, sit her down and ask your friend your friend's name. Listen, I really want to be the best friend that I can be to you. I want to be helpful to you. How can I be the most helpful in this situation? Do you want me to just listen, or do you actually want me to give you feedback? Sometimes people just want to talk. They want to get it off their chest. Um, I think there's the power of a listening ear is huge. Mm. The power of a listening ear is huge. I think if she knows that there's somebody that is actually list like really listening, not 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 this listening, not like that, but really like like in the eyes, like I hear you, I hear you. Yeah. Truly listening. That might be the best help. Some people don't want, some people, sometimes people don't want like a response. Mm -hmm. They just want to know they're be. they just want to know they've been heard. And you can ask that too. Say, is this going to be you need before or after actually you can, or both. You can say, is this going to be where you want me to just listen or you actually want me to respond? And then at the end, you can say the exact same thing. Say, did you, do, would you like some input on that? Or because I'm more than happy just to listen to you. So remember, it's about her, not about you. So ask her, how can you be the most help? That's what I would do. That's what I would do. Wise words. Okay, next. Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Thank you. Jennifer, does it work like S&M where bad dog is a good thing? Greatest question ever. What? 
getting spanked. Bad dog. I don't think I don't think dogs have safe words. No. So next. Um. Riley, thank you for the advice to start CS with place. He does know the recall command, which is why I was unsure why he was resisting. I, know. I follow all of your protocols and hundreds of reps before I attempted CS. I've been using e-collar to correct bad behavior. And now that that's handled, ready to incorporate e-collar with training. See, that's the thing, Riley. It's like you can have a dog, like put it this way. Let me give you even a different example, Riley. Forget remote collars for a second. Forget remote collars because there's a lot of negative stigma to them. Mm -hmm. We have dogs that were lured into a down. So when you say down, once they're trained, they fly into a down. If you start applying a little bit of leash pressure, leash pressure, just on a, on a flat collar, on a martingale, just leash pressure, two fingers, leash pressure, they freak out. Yeah. But like, you know, down, but they don't know leash pressure down. So that's why it's, There's all, it's almost like a different language. It, of course it is. It's a different language. Next. Um, Kaden, my puppy won't walk. He sits. He is timid when walking him. How do I fix? So I need to know how well, first of all, how well is the dog? Because if we're talking these nine, 10 month old dogs, I'm really not worried about walking them. But if your dog is at least 14 weeks old, 16 weeks old, and some people still call puppies at eight to 10 weeks old, it's like, teach them how to walk properly. Get yourself a prong collar, watch a video that I've got, and literally walk the dog. Move. This is the problem. The dog puts on the brakes, and guess what you probably do? You probably put on the brakes, too. I've seen so many people do that. So stop putting on the brakes. Next. Um, Robbie, hi, J&J. Thanks for the advice to use a bonker on my overexcited dog. When the leash comes out, he gets super excited. One, no, bonk, problem solved. Thank you. Huh. So I didn't ruin the dog. Hmm. It's not paralyzed. Right. Huh. Go figure. I guess it works. Next. Tiffany, I've been watching your videos. I love the place video. I told him wrong in a calm voice, and he went back to place. We'll meet you in Chicago. Nice. Chicago? We get a lot of interest in Chicago all of a sudden. Well, it's coming up. We get a lot of interest, I think, and that's why I wanted to get you to get the photos up um, this, we'll this week tomorrow. because we're getting um, – uh, this week we're doing getting a lot of interest in the seminars again because I think people see, up oh, they're back on the road. So it's like – I think people just lost – I don't say they lost faith, but they were in – they were unsure. Yeah. It's like, are these guys going to cancel the rest of tomorrow? We didn't even know. We actually talked about like... We never know. Every day they're changing we, shit. We actually said, is 2020 a wash? Do we just wash it instead of dealing with a weekly stress, the monthly stress of like up and down of like, you know, the government having too much power and overextending their reach into our private lives? <laughs> what? That's a conversation <laughs> for another day. We don't have that. But sitting in front of that American flag, that was a damn good picture. Sure was. I wish I recorded a workout there. Fuck yeah, that USA. Next. America. Um, Robbie. Already... Yep, yeah, yeah. Hannah. There were two $18 chats because it was a two-part question because top chats are limited to 200 characters. But they were the same words. They were the same words, yeah. But Hannah, they were the same words. Sorry, hon. Um, Dana, I love you guys. We'll listen to the replay. All right. Thank you. Lo love you too. You're getting bonked. I mean, <laughs> and stooped. <laughs> Why would I just say that? Like what? Because your mind is in the gutter. I keep getting bonked. I keep getting bumped. I don't know where I am. Okay. Dana said, love you guys. We'll listen to the replay. Tynette, have you had a dog that you couldn't rehab? Well, there are absolutely dogs that do not. Okay. So a couple of things. There's dogs that have limits. Absolutely. They're dogs that we don't feel go up to a level of expectation that is safe. They're, they're dogs, okay? So they do not go up to a level of safe, uh, uh, a level of safety that we're comfortable with. There are dogs that that we work with um, that are not cognitively functioning properly, and there absolutely are truly unsafe dogs out there. So yes, there have been dogs where we have said we don't feel comfortable with this dog, like you know. Being, being around people or dogs. But we always tell the owners, like, as of today, these are what the limits are. But you never know. Keep up with it. In six never months, know. it could change. Yeah. It can change. So, um, but any dog trainer that works with serious, serious dogs, and that's not just, that's, you know, that's not just, you know, <sighs> physically challenged, but mentally challenged as well. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll experience that next Doris, the ride home was so nice because we were able to pull up to a red light and not have Nash go bananas if someone looked over at us. Look at that. 
Instant results from a weekend seminar. Whoa. What's the price of admission? Next. Mr. Compton, finally back on Periscope. Yeah, we're back. Sizzle, how do you address dogs' instant reaction or being startled by another dog? Um, well, that's usually like takes you by surprise. You know, you can correct it. I mean, so it, you can role play that too, but they sort of catch on to the game. They're like, oh, there's going to be another dog popping out of the bushes in two minutes and they another know, dog yeah, going between two cars in two minutes. They're pretty smart, those yeah, dogs. Yeah, they figure out the game. They figure out the game. So just lots and lots and lots of socialization. Socialization meaning taking your dog lots of places. Next. Dana, definitely effing with the show. Not a chance. A bonker did that. Oh, I know. Yeah, that was a troll. Don't Kathy worry about said, it. said, I think that Melina is a troll. Yeah, I, but that's why I wanted, I wanted to question Red because I'm not going to shy away from it. Guys, I'm not shying away from this bonker shit. I put up a post about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, cancel culture tried to take me down. Literally to the max. But I'm still standing. I'm not fucking going away. No fucking way. All right, and we'll end the show on this one. Lindsay bonked my six-month-old pup for the first time the other day for getting in the older dog's face. Up until then, I was just putting up with her shit. Now when I say no, she walks away and sits to await further instruction. So glad we learned how to do this. Life-changing. Now my older dog can lay peacefully without being bothered by her. Calm dogs are amazing. Interesting. Another bonker success story. What? So, all right, guys. Madly in love with you. Sorry we couldn't get through all the questions. Um, and we will be back on Wednesday night, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Some, I know it's your day off tomorrow, but, um, I think the Google drive is loaded up with some new content. So, um, if you can give me access to it. No, I have to upload that tonight. Okay. I didn't do it at one o'clock in the morning. Sorry. Um, you know, um, our new intern, um, Rachel put some stuff up too. Um, okay. yep. So, um, I don't know if she, I don't know if she knows how to do that, uh, Google drive thing though. To explain to you. yeah we had another intern in um today we have two more in the wings and um, um i'm really really enjoying the internship experience so all right guys madly in love with you take care good night good night everybody bye bye